Time is short to become more self-reliant and secure the future for your family. Act today with My Patriot Supply. They just gave us a very good deal again to help everyone save big. And right now, it's $200 off. They brought it back to at least finish out November. My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company, is more than equipped to stock your shelves. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. Get over 2,000 calories every day. Just add water and heat, then eat. Make sure every member of your family has a three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go now to my special website, preparewiththinkaboutit.com, for $200 savings. Be sure to order by 3 p.m. for free day, same day shipping. It's best to have emergency food and not to need it than to need it and not have it. Take $200 off at preparewiththinkaboutit.com. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Hi, Steve here. There were several empires that ruled large amounts of the world, but there are only four kingdoms total that actually rule the world until Jesus Christ rules the earth forever. They're all described in the book of Daniel. After the king had his dream that no one could interpret except Daniel, Daniel told the king, there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries and he has let King Nebuchadnezzar know what will happen in the last days. The revealer of mysteries has let you know what will happen, he said. As for me, this mystery has been revealed to me, not because I have more wisdom than anyone living, but in order that the interpretation might be made known to the king and that you may understand the thoughts of your mind. Your majesty, as you were watching, suddenly a colossal statue appeared. That statue, tall and dazzling, was standing in front of you, and its appearance was terrifying. The head of the statue was pure gold. Its chest and arms were silver. Its stomach and thighs were bronze. Its legs were iron, and its feet were partly iron and partly fired clay. As you were watching, a stone broke off without a hand touching it, struck the statue on its feet of iron and fired clay and crushed them. Then the iron, the fired clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were shattered and became like the chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away, and not a trace of them them could be found, but the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream. Now we will tell the king its interpretation. Your majesty, you are king of kings. The God of the heavens has given you sovereignty, power, strength, and glory. Wherever people live, or wild animals, or birds of the sky, he has handed them over to you and made you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold. After you, there will arise another kingdom inferior to yours, and then another, a third kingdom of bronze, which will rule the whole earth. A fourth kingdom will be as strong as iron, for iron crushes and shatters everything, and like iron that smashes it will crush and smash all the others. You saw the feet and toes, partly of a potter's fired clay and partly of iron. It will be a divided kingdom though some of the strength of iron will be in it. You saw the iron mixed with clay, and that the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly fired clay. Part of the kingdom will be strong, and part will be brittle. You saw the iron mixed with clay. The peoples will mix with one another, but will not hold together, just as iron does not mix with fired clay. In the days of those kings, 
The God of the heavens will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. And this kingdom will not be left to another people. It will crush all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, but will itself endure forever. You saw a stone break off from the mountain without a hand touching it. It crushed the iron, bronze, fired clay, silver, and gold. The great God has told the king what will happen in the future. The dream is certain and its interpretation reliable. Last Thursday in Dublin, five people were injured in a knife attack, including three young children. The stabbing took place near an elementary school where it appears the culprit was targeting children. Riots broke out. This event is just the latest in a long string of violence resulting from the radical globalist immigration scheme. The attacker was ordered to be deported back in 2003, but was given the political support to stay and appeal it, and was arrested earlier this year for possession of a knife and criminal damage, but did not receive a conviction due to a mental health report given to the court. If you've been paying attention, then you will recognize this as a common result of the United Nations Replacement Migration Plan. Children being attacked, women being raped, and perpetrators walking free is now a predictable outcome of forcing an established Christian culture to submit to a foreign, non-assimilating Islamic culture, many of whom are openly seeking to replace the local culture with their own by any means necessary. Radical Islam demands it. If this were a humanitarian effort, then refugees would be expected to assimilate as they have for millennia. The rule of law depends on it, but this is a globalist invasion, and whether they know it or not, the so-called migrants are being used as an invading force. And instead of being conquered with violence, the native people are being attacked with name-calling, stunned into silence with guilt by being called a racist. But people are starting to wake up to it. Three out of four Irish people understand that they are being guilted into giving away their country, and they oppose it. But the government doesn't care. They are now preparing to pass new hate speech laws that will criminalize possession of materials likely to incite violence or hatred. These laws will make it illegal to criticize immigration policy, which isn't going to slow down anytime soon. Can you guess what the most popular boy's name was in Galway in 2022? No idea. Was it Jack? Tommy? I'd say for probably Connor. Let's say David. I think it was Sean. Was yes. it? Uh, Jack. Kian. 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 Yeah. Peter. No. Patrick. Richard. Richard. It was not Richard. Was it? No. Would you like to know what it was? Yeah. Mohammed. Oh yeah. I I I read that somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't expecting that, but okay. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Wasn't Muhammad. In Galway. Muhammad. So the last kingdom of this earth before Jesus comes back to rule and reign will be a time when men will mix and intermarry with other races of all kinds, but it will not work. This is what the migration is all about. And these elites are fully aware that it will not work, but it's the will of the adversary to bring it about. 
and so they are. I'm not talking about just interracial marriages, but we're talking about trying to mold complete cultures with other cultures who have nothing in common in values or in spiritual qualities. Trying to make all people into one world religion will be the downfall and the end of mankind. They tried to do the same thing at the Tower of Babel, just like Nebuchadnezzar tried to make all of the people of that kingdom bow down and worship his 90-foot gold statue. The Antichrist will cause all to worship his image too. It was allowed to put breath into the image of the beast so that the image of the beast could even speak. And it was allowed to cause anyone who would not worship the image of the beast to be put to death. Exactly what Nebuchadnezzar did in the first kingdom the same thing the Antichrist will do in the end. Satan finally gets his small time to allow his Antichrist to rule the earth and dictate to mankind, but it's only for a very short time. He has given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. Everyone living on earth will worship it, except those whose names are written in the book of life, belonging to the Lamb, slaughtered before the world was founded. You may be saying, I'll never worship the beast. Well, these scriptures say you will. If you're not a born-again Christian, if you don't belong to Jesus Christ by turning from sin and asking Him to save you and then walking with Him by faith the rest of your life, you're not saved and you will bow down and worship the beast. If you've never given your life to Christ and you'd like to, go down to the description box below where I leave a link that will take you to a page and help lead you in a simple prayer to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Don't wait. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know if you lay your head down on your pillow tonight, whether you'll enter eternity or not. I pray you don't if you've never prayed the prayer to ask Christ into your life. Think about it.